0: Oh my goodness! One of my favorite hymn is "Rock of Ages, Cling for Me." Let me hide myself in Thee. My name is Joel Chris Podumba. I come originally from the Republic of South Sudan, which is a newly country that got independence in July 9, 2021. And I currently live in America and uh, I work with the Imedesis Hospice Care, which is a home-based care. And uh, I work as a clinician, mainly my focus of area of uh, Help comes from um, mental, uh, spiritual, and emotional counselling. And this is what I do for living, and also I help within the
1: community where I live. Sometimes I wonder how other people handle themselves in times of crisis. I have a long list of things that I do, but I mostly start by being as calm as I can be, just to make sense of the situation I find myself in. Nobody is prepared for unforeseen crisis, even in sometimes there is a feeling in one that something is about to happen. In most cases, we are not prepared at all. Uh, Mr. Joel, how do you handle yourself in, in, in times of crisis?
0: Well, when, we, when it comes to the time of the crisis, It is one of the most difficult times that you have to understand the magnitude of the problem that you are going through. And when it is the problem, whether it is a physical problem, if it is a physical problem, then you have to find a way of getting out of that place. If it is if it is um, an environment that causes the crisis, then I usually get out of that environment. And if there are some factors that causes those crises, I have to find out what are those factors, and I will deal with those factors one by one to identify because those could be the root cause of the crisis. So if it is a physical I find a place to relocate myself. And if it is a mental, I have also to find out way of how I can deal with the problem mentally so that I can be able to function. Because otherwise, whether being mental or physical, it can affect your body. So I have to find a way of getting out of it. I have to find a solution to the crisis that I'm going
1: through. Uh, since you are talking about finding solutions to problems that you are going through, uh, when I use the word resiliency, what is the first thing that, that comes to your mind?
0: Actually, this is, a, this is a good word. resilience. I've been using the word resilience in my own personal experience of life. It is a capacity to recover or it is a process to overcome a situation. For example, when I was growing up as a, as a little boy, I found myself in a very difficult situation where when I lost my my parents and I, I thought I had no direction in my life because losing a parent, you lost the direction. You don't know where to go and who to lean on. But I set my goal and before even I could use the term resiliency, I thought of how do I deal with the current problem I'm going through? Mm-hmm. so I set my goal, setting my goal I wanted I, I i was having a vision that when I grow, I want to be this type of a person, despite the fact that there are a lot of hardshipness to accomplish to reach to my vision. I have a lens that I need to reach that destination. That is how I focus, you know, the word resiliency. I say, when I grow, I want to be somebody. And somebody that will use the difficult situation, my hardshipness, to be a roadmap that can show me that it's not only the problem that can hinder somebody Mm -hmm. from success. But it is the word resiliency. It is through resiliency to recover, putting an emphasis that I need to reach there. Mm -hmm. Like when you take a piece of stone and you throw the stone with your strength, where the end of that stone ends, Mm -hmm. that is going to be your destiny. So I always find myself when I take, I pick a stone and then I throw, that is my vision that I want to reach that end where the end of the stone, where my stone fails. So that is how I handle myself in the time of the crisis by focusing ahead and looking into the path, the, the background of my difficulties just as a history. To let me know that it is through this this stressful situation as um uh, as a as a factor or as a vehicle that facilitates me to reach there because without these difficulties I would have not reached there.
1: That's that's interesting because when you talk about when you are still a young boy, uh, I do remember my dad used to tell me that. Uh, I shouldn't worry about falling down because one cannot avoid falling down in life. Instead, he wanted me to think about getting up and moving forward. Unfortunately, he told me that moving forward is something that one has to figure out by himself. But I find myself thinking, thinking that hearing other people's tales of, uh, of what, uh, of what they did to get up helps me also consider some other options for myself. And one thing that I, I, I wanted to know is how do you move forward after going through some tough times? The, the the way forward is to set a goal.
0: When you want to move forward you need to set a goal. And when you set your goal you may be you may be able to set your goal one or two or three for example, when I first say in my, um, in, in when I was saying I want to reach that destination as my dream or as my vision, I have already said I needed to go to reach that destination. So my destination was, the, you know, when I was growing up, I said I needed to go, I want to go to college, but how do I go to college? I have to go through stages in my life. Mm-hmm. And these stages, I have to set them as my goals. I have to finish my primary school. And by then, our level of education is different from today. After primary school, when I, when I accomplish this goal as a first goal, my second goal is to go to the junior school. And then after going to junior school, my third goal is to go to high school and then after going to high school my fourth goal is to go to college and then out of this of course there are a lot of hurdles because you have to be persistent and you have to you have to endure this hardshipness and you also need to work hard in order for you to you know, to reach this goal, it is not an overnight. You have to work hard because, like in my country of origin, where I come from, usually there is an exams in every level of the school. Mm-hmm. I have to make sure that I pass these exams highly in order for me to to be accepted. So those are some of my goals that when I set them and I have to accomplish them, and that is true. I went through all of this until. I enter college. You can imagine a child of six years old, total orphaned, at the age of six, now is able to climb this ladder of all these to accomplish until I I graduated from college. And I continued, not only ending in college level, because I was also thinking that I need to go to, uh, to graduate school, mm-hmm. I also accomplished and I got the graduate school because my goal of accomplishing all this is I need to help people. And that's why I work as a clinician right now and I am helping people.
1: Because since uh, you gave a good explanation <coughs> or a good explanation of what uh, resiliency is to you, uh, would you would you be willing to share a story with me that talks about how you were resilient yeah
0: um one of the uh stories that i can tell you how i used resiliency as um, a vehicle to facilitate all this is my working hard to obtain my degree in social services. I did not intend to look in any other profession, but I used my resiliency to obtain my social service degree because of the past story, as you as I mentioned in the beginning, that the worst thing in this world. Is when you lost your parents. When you lose a parent, you become very dysfunctional. In the society where I come from, it becomes very difficult, although you have people around you in the community who tend to be like your uncles or your aunts Mm -hmm. who might be willing to take you in, but also because of the challenge of economical challenge, they might not be able to provide and what what I mean by provision is just a daily meal and I use resiliency even when I am in a very difficult time when I am so hungry I have to convince myself that one day I will be able to feed myself because hunger can be only temporal it's a temporary thing but one day I will do, I will be in a better position. And indeed, today I'm working, I'm earning, and I'm helping. And this is one of the difficult things that I want to share with you is being an orphan. It's really a very, very, very hard thing because otherwise by this time I would have either died or I would have, you know, become homeless or I would have become a thief and be killed because of behavioral issues. So this is those are kind of the scenarios that I usually feel very comfortable to share with the people so that from this story, do not think that you know even when you drive under a tunnel, don't think that there is no life under the tunnel. There is always life under the eternal. That means even in the midst of the crisis, even in the middle of a very difficult situation, always there's hope. That's how I really want, I wanted to share with you about the stories that I use my resilience to overcome. Thank you.
1: Uh, since you managed to overcome that uh, difficulty in your life, is there any person who helped you to give you strength or courage in the time when you are down, when you are really down?
0: Yes. That is a really a good question. Um, we, we, we are a community. That when I talk we are a community, I talk of the group of my people that I come from, from my country of origin. Even here in America, We still use, I still use the word we because we are a community. And the community approach is usually a key in bringing up somebody or encouraging somebody. In other words, it is a way that within the members of the community, somebody will lift you up. So having a good community with a good culture is one of the ways that facilitate or encourage me to overcome the difficulties to be successful. That is number one. Second, I come from a Christian community or from a Christian religion, where in our church, we always take care of each other as, as, as members of the church. And not only when I talk about a church, I'm talking in a nuclear point, because no, I don't want to generalize all the other churches. For example, from a small nuclear parish that I come from, we have people, Within the church that they are always there for you at the time of the need. they can even look at you physically, they can detect whether you're hungry or if you lack healthy support, always theres somebody there that can show up and and ask you, if you need some help. And sometimes there are some people who that can provide emotional support by just inviting you to come home and spend maybe a night with them and have a, you know meals together or stay and play with the, their kids. And you find yourself, you're not alone. There is always somebody there for you. So that way, those are kind of the people that are there. And then also having good people, very good people, not involving into wrong group of people that can easily influence you negatively. It can also help you to grow up successful. Thirdly, if you are a good person, you will get good people that will care that will care about you and that is when even when i talk about my education i got the education support from people that even i have no idea where they come from but they came to my life to support me and to provide me financially and that is how i am successful by myself i would not even afford to go to college and pay for all these expenses where I have no source of income, but there are people always that are available if you're a good person that you will come across them.
1: One thing that uh, mostly, personally, that helps me a lot when I am having a hard time, as an adult, I listen to a lot of music. Mm-hmm. As, as, as an adult, do, do you have any type of music that you listen to when you're always in trouble and it calms you down?
0: Absolutely. I use the hymns. So hymns are basically, it's a traditional music, uh, specific for worship. So I use those hymns, the old hymns, not contemporary music. I'm not somebody who likes contemporary music because they are very destructive to me in my faith. Although they are, some of them are faithful songs, but the way the music is played, the instruments are played, mm-hmm. they are very destructive. I like always very soft music. And when I listen to this soft music, it calms me down. And
1: then what is your favorite hymn?
0: Oh, my goodness. One of my favorite hymn is Rock of Ages, Cliff for Me, Let Me Hide Myself in Thee. That is one of the songs that I love most. And, you know, when you say Rock of Ages, you are seeking for a cave. You know, when you say, let me hide myself in thee, meaning that there is a cave that you want to go into, and hide yourself there so that you are protected. So those, th- that is one of my favorite song that I love, love it the most. So thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you, Mr. Joel, for speaking to me and sharing your story with me. And I, I hope that we will all learn something from each other because for us to go ahead after going through some trauma, it helps when we listen to each other sharing their stories and how they they, they they managed to get out of tough situations. Thank you really very much for talking to me and I wish you all the best and hopefully we'll talk more again.
0: Thank you very much brother Robert and uh, I'm so grateful that I can uh, be able to provide this uh, clip that it can benefit somebody uh, outside there who might be struggling with issues and that does not mean that problem has no solution. Always, even when you are under the tunnel, there is a light. Thank, Thank you. you.